ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. Man, check this out. (laughs) On this episode, we're going to go back. Now, if you've been following us, listen, I know you've been waiting. You've been waiting and debating for oh so long. If you've been following me and Eclectic, you've been along for the journey. What journey is that? It's our life journey. We did the grade school podcast episode. We did the high school podcast episode. We did the college podcast episode. And now, for those of you who've been waiting (laughs) with bated breath, We are about to do the In Our 20s episode. And of course, I will not be doing it alone, riding riding shotgun with me in the low rider. My man E. Clay is back in the building. E, what up, man? What's up, everybody? Um, it is eclectic. I am not your boy. Um I am <laughs> I'm here. I am I am ready to talk. I don't under look, we did we did grade school, we did high school, we might even did junior high somewhere in there. We did two episodes on college. Why is this mm-hmm. one not on my show? What did, what what happened? What what is this? Uh because How you did, did the here? other three. You did the other three, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one. Uh and oh, okay. I came up with the All idea. Right. I, I saw this I saw oh, this picture. My bad. <laughs> and this cover art, folks, is not me and eclectic. Because you guys don't know what he looks like, but this is not me and Eclectic. Uh, I, I think our stories. I think what happened was I was I was watching something and something kind of clicked that we didn't talk about our twenties, and then it dawned on me. I was like, he's probably because I, I I don't think I ever asked, but I was like, he's probably been in D.C. as long as I've been in Atlanta. And so I shot you a text. I was like, well, hey, when did you move to to D.C.? And you said when it was. I was like, light bulb went off. I was like, oh, we can do that episode. So, um, here we are. Uh, like I said, if you've been following us, you know the journey. We did the college, the college episodes. I don't really have a lot of favorites. Those might be two of the favorite podcasts that have ever been created. Not just by me and him together, just period in the history of podcasts. Like I would put those two episodes up against anybody and anything. Definitely two of the best of our catalog. Um, and like he said, they were done on his platform, but, uh, um, we're doing them here. Uh, and like I said, Eclectic is in the building. Um, yeah, so, I'm, I'm here. And, I'm, I don't remember. My twenties were so long ago. I'm going to do, I'm going to do my twenties were in the 1920s. So, <laughs> but I'm going to try to remember as much as I can and contribute to this listen. incredible podcast. This guy has, he has a very good memory. I think the questions that I'm going to, and the cool part about it is he doesn't know what questions I'm going to ask. Some of them I got them, I got them here. Some of them going to be off the top just based on how we're talking and how we're vibing. Because I don't think he had any questions written down. We did any of our episodes. Uh, so mm, let's no. start there. Um, our 20s. Uh, so like I said, I've, I've been in Atlanta since graduating college. How long have you been in D.C.? Um, I don't know. Well, this is what I do know. I really, honestly, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't mean to, to um, filibuster. But after I graduated from college, I went mm-hmm. back home to Ohio with the crazy Wyo Wyo. And then I was there for a year. Yeah, yeah, some change came in. So let's say I've been here for over 20. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you've definitely been over there. But, or at least 20. Yeah, 20, yeah, 20. Um, and so your 20s were spent in the chocolate city of D.C. Um, yeah, I suppose how so. Much, I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was kind of the same. Um, I graduated in 1996, December 1996. I stayed in Orangeburg. I graduated, let me I was let me go back. seven I gradu- in 1996. I, <laughs> I graduated from the illustrious South Carolina State University. Uh, historically black college located in 
the city of Orangeburg in the state of South Carolina. E, for the folks who don't know, where 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 did you go to school? Oh, well, since you asked, um, everybody. <laughs> I graduated from Grambling State University, where everybody is somebody. Shouts to the Drew Holland Ballers. Shouts, shouts to shouts to Eric Badu. Shouts to E Forty. Alumni, let's twist it up. Tasty Shaker, oh what up? This, Greatest band in the land, one. what up? Oh no, come on now. The Marching One One is definitely the best band in the land. Um, that's always the funny part. You said the place where everybody, somebody. That is the craziest college slogan I've ever heard in my life. Um, so okay. So I graduated 1996. I moved here uh, July 24th, 1997. And um, so I've been in it. I've been, and I mentioned on the podcast before, but it's worth repeating. I've actually lived in Atlanta longer than I've lived any other place. So this is, you know, technically home. I've, you know, my 20s. Now, what you, what you guys will realize as we go through this episode is that his 20s kind of went straight. My, no, I'm sorry. My 20s kind of went straight. His 20s probably went, you know, a little wiggly, um, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, I have no idea what this means, everybody. I'm just here. I'm along with the ride, just like you. Well, here's the thing. The reason why I say that is because in my 20s, I, one, became a father, and then I became mm. a husband, and you are mm. neither of those. So at least On I don't. Purpose. I, I, I don't. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, so, uh, so you've been in D- you've been in DC twenty plus years. Um, first question I got for you was, was DC like your? I know you mentioned going back to the to the O H I O. Was DC like mm. your first choice? No, so it wasn't even a to? choice. No, wasn't a choice at all. So this is what happened. I'm gonna tell everybody what happened. Mm-hmm. You guys are listening. Yeah. So that's, that's what we got to do. So when I was in college, place where everybody is somebody. Um. <laughs> I had five places that I wanted to live after I graduated. Those five places, let's see if I can still remember. Now, one, I didn't know any better at the time. So that's, Uh-oh. one was Baltimore. I didn't know any better. <laughs> I hate Baltimore. Um, really? Um, yeah, come on. Bengals fan. Um, oh, um, it was Baltimore. They didn't have a team when I wanted to live Wow. No Ravens? Yeah. They were the Browns. (laughs) They were the Browns winning. So, so, anyway. Okay. um, So, it was Baltimore, Connecticut. Run niggas lit shots, peace, Connecticut. And Philly, New York, and I think Jersey. So, it was all East Coast. But that's where I wanted to be at. Um, why these places various reasons some I don't even remember but so um, yada 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 met up with some people um, and it was some headhunter action because everyone wanted a piece of me I was like this guy's gonna do a podcast one day as soon as we figure out what a podcast is and um, <laughs> and so nah, I, ended, I ended up in Virginia and um so, um, but, but I'm, but I'm here now. Okay. Okay. Um, for me, it was, um, I can't really say it was the same. I didn't really have a lot of lists as far. I, I didn't have a lot of cities on the list to move to. Um, I thought about, well, it, well, here's the thing. A couple of places I had already scratched off the list. Uh, Orangeburg, where South Carolina state is located. That was a note. I, I'd already spent five and a half years there. I wasn't going to stay another day. And I love Orangeburg. Orangeburg is a second home. But I, I, it was it wasn't it was time for me to move on. Um, I definitely wasn't going back to Florence, my hometown of Florence, South Carolina. And I love Florence, but I knew I knew <laughs> he is funny. I knew the day that my mom brought me to South Carolina State that I was never going back to live in Florence. I just it it was. I love my hometown. I love going back. Uh, the the running joke is is that I'm gonna move back and buy a house and 
on Irby Street, which is one of the main streets in Florence, and sit on the porch and watch cars go by, right? But that's probably, Sharice said she ain't going for it. <laughs> so, um, but no, I, I so Orangeburg and, and Florence were off the list. I, I thought about Columbia, South Carolina, which was like 30 minutes from uh, Orangeburg, and it's maybe about another hour from Florence. But I knew a lot of people from school that were moving to Columbia, and I was like, uh, I really kind of wanted to be someplace where I wasn't going to run into a bunch of people from school. Because, I again, I've been there five and a half years. Um, and so I looked at Charlotte. I heavily considered Charlotte. Uh, surprisingly, I heavily considered Greenville Spartanburg. Um, and then Atlanta probably, Atlanta was probably one. Uh, well, actually, no, I take that back. New York City was one. Atlanta was two. Uh, never got to New York City. I always wanted to live in Manhattan and be in, you know, some type of penthouse. You know, you have these these dreams and stuff like that, stuff that's never, I'm not going to say never going to happen, but it's just like, I, I didn't know how expensive New York City was until, like, I got grown. Um, but, yeah, it was New York and Atlanta pretty much. Uh, and, um, I, and I told a story before. It's worth repeating, but I hit my boy Jay Fresh up one day Jay Fresh, we were we were on the phone. Jay Fresh had we, he had graduated to he graduated from Coastal Carolina, and he had actually moved back home, back to Florence. We lived around the corner from each other in Florence, and uh, Fresh was like, "I said, man, what you trying to do?" He was like, "Man, I'm just I'm ready to get out of Florence." I was like, "Man, you don't think about moving to Atlanta?" He's like, "Where?" He's like, "He's like me too." And I was like, "Man, you ain't moving to Atlanta." He's like, "Yeah, he's like, I move." And I was like, "You want to get a place together?" He's like, "Yeah, we can get a place together," and he. <laughs> I just knew that Fresh at the last, and again, me and Fresh have been friends since we were six years old, right? He's the oldest friend that I had. And I just knew like at the last minute he was gonna he was gonna back out and not come. And so he didn't. You know, we ended up getting coming to Atlanta. We looked around, we found a little townhouse in Marietta, uh, which is northwest suburb of the city, and you know, I've been here ever since. And um, but no, I, I I had no idea that I was gonna be here this long. Like and, and just to give you guys some Listen, context gentlemen. now, Atlanta. <laughs> what, what are you saying now? Nah, real quick. Don't forget your point about Atlanta. Go ahead. I got, I got it. People, people. I was in Ohio. I had mm-hmm. dial-up internet. Just got it. Me too. I'm talking. The internet just came out, so mm-hmm. just so, came out. Dial up internet. These people out in Virginia wanted me. I'm in Ohio. Mm-hmm. I go on fucking apartments.com. I see some shit. I call them up. Mm-hmm. They say, "Yeah, we got some shit." I drive up. I have never been in the D.C. area before in my life. I had to oh, print wow. out MapQuest, MapQuest instructions. There was no, there were no fucking cell phone with GPS. It didn't exist. Didn't Not exist. that I didn't have it. Didn't exist. So I print out MapQuest directions to a state city tri-state area I have never been before <laughs> drive up it's a 8-9 hour drive all of my shit is in the car wow I literally said yo I'm there I pack up I had a, had a jeep I packed all my shit up in the car Drove nine hours looking at paper instructions. Did, did get you to make the, the left place. Albuquerque? No. Um, people that don't know about this area, there's the Beltway. It's a loop. Mm-hmm. It goes, you can hit Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. I didn't know this. I had no idea about this. So I saw... The where the Orioles play like three times. <laughs> like I could have sworn I saw that. I'm just driving in a circle 
from Maryland to D.C. Yeah. to Virginia to Maryland to I don't know, but I saw that damn stadium three times, Camden Yards. I yeah, saw the lights yards, yeah. in the stadium. Wow. I finally make it. I finally make it. I go to the front office place of the where the apartments are. They gave me a key. Mm-hmm. I signed some paper. I get into my place, sight unseen, no furniture, no bed, no nothing. I'm there. I didn't have a mm. bed for five months. Wow. I was on the floor. So this gentleman. Oh, nah, so we saw a little townhouse, a little Marietta, and then we went in on the... Yeah, yeah, it's a little different. It's a little different. It's a little different for me. I'm what you call um, the struggle. Please continue your point about Atlanta. Well, yeah, I mean, well, first of all, that's a, that's an incredible story because I'm familiar with the Beltway. And, you know, having gone from, you know, South Carolina to New Jersey uh, a couple of times a year to see family, uh, you always had to navigate around D.C. because there was always, always some construction going on. I don't care what time of night you came through D.C. It was some construction. It could be two o'clock in the morning and bumper to bumper traffic because of construction. Um, so yeah, so me and Fresh, we we found a townhouse in Marietta. Um, and again, here's the funny thing: I got a job. My job was at Champ Sports in Lenox Mall. Shout out to Champ Sports. Gave me my first job in Atlanta. And Jay Fresh didn't have a job. So his parents had to co-sign because we had to pay, you know, the first month, first and second month's rent or whatever like that. And, uh, you know, much like you, now I did have a bed. <laughs> I had a bed. But, man, I we didn't have anything in that place. We had a, we had a table. I, I can't even call it a kitchen table. It was a table that sat in the kitchen. It had two chairs. It was a wooden table. It had two chairs, and that was it. Just me and him. Like we had company over, you couldn't sit down. Um, in our living room, we had upstairs and downstairs. In the living room, we had we had a TV, but the TV sat on top of remember those uh, trunks that you brought to college. Mm-hmm. So we had no TV stand. So we sat the, we sat the TV on top of a trunk. We didn't have any any no furniture, no uh, couch. I had. We had three folding chairs and a lawn chair. That was inside the crib. That was it. There was no. We had a little. We had a little little, little patio, but nothing was on the patio. Um, okay. Upstairs in my so. bedroom. <laughs> Go ahead, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, um, real quick, don't forget about upstairs in your bedroom. Um, gotcha. I didn't have an upstairs. I had a two bedroom apartment that was one level. And I didn't have mm-hmm. any chairs. Wow. Not a chair. Not a table. I had a TV. I, had a, I went and got me a computer. The computer okay. sat on the the computer sat on the floor. The TV sat on the box that the computer came in. <laughs> Struggling. I had a mat and a pillow and a blanket. Wow. For five to six months, that was it, and a farming grill. But go ahead and tell us yeah, about no upstairs. It, yeah, but I didn't. I wasn't clear. Tell us about upstairs and your bedroom and your townhouse in Atlanta. <laughs> so I had a upstairs. I had a bed. I had a bed. Now Fresh didn't have a bed. Fresh was kind of like you. He probably went the first four months without a bed. In fact, no, you know, I take that back. He got, no, he didn't get a, he didn't have a bed the whole, he had like, he slept on like this pallet. Like he had like this little, no, I take that back. About right before we moved. So maybe nine months into our, because we stayed there for a year. Maybe nine months in, he he got a futon. So he slept on the futon. (laughs) I mean, like we were, we were, when I say living, just, like two young cats with a little bit of money in our pocket. Um, so yeah, that's that's how I was in Atlanta. And, and again, I'm in Marietta at the time. For those of you familiar with Atlanta, Marietta wasn't black at all. Like it was, it would you would be hard pressed to see anybody black to the point where if you were driving on the street and you saw you pulled up at the light and you saw somebody black, you would actually wave to them. 
because you didn't see black people in Marietta, which is far, far contrary to what it is now. Um, but yeah, we stayed there for a year. And so, um, and then after that, I moved to uh, Decatur, where it's greater, and, and Fresh went over to uh, Smyrna, which is right next to Marietta. Um, but yeah, we lived together for a year. And we lived like bachelors. And what was interesting was, E, uh, <laughs> I ate. He was a vegan at the time. So he didn't eat chicken. He didn't eat pork chops. I, I ate all that shit myself. So our living arrangements was, and, and we still, we were, <laughs> we were literally <laughs> Andre and Big Boy. <laughs> we were just from South Carolina. Um, but yeah, that's how we were living, man. Um, so in your time in your 20s in D.C., did you ever consider, because you've been there this long, did you ever consider moving or think about moving someplace else? If so, where? Yes. Four months in because I had no bed. I had a box with a TV on it and a computer. On the, yeah, I wanted to get the fuck out of there because that's why I didn't buy nothing. I was like, you know what? I don't want to buy more stuff and have to move. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I was going to go to Philly. I was okay, gonna go to okay. Philly because it was his job. It was his job, and I had a bar downstairs, and I figured I could work. Mm-hmm. Then I go downstairs to the bar, and it'd be like cheers, and I mm-hmm. fucking have a little, a bit regular. I met some women that was down the street from uh, Penn and Drexel, so I had a little college women. I, I had a plan, but um, mm-hmm. eventually, I made. See, listen, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I was tr- all right. So this place was way out. This is way out. This wasn't. This wasn't Northern Virginia proper. DC is across the street. This was out by like Dallas Airport. This is not a good thing. Ooh. Right? Ooh. So, so I didn't know any. Again, I did this like I did college. Mm-hmm. When I went to Grambling, and we heard about that's that. where everybody is. Somebody. I didn't know anybody. No friends, no family. It's in Louisiana. I'm from Ohio. When I went to Virginia, no friends, no family. I don't know a single person. Just me. Couldn't get back home unless I wanted to drive nine hours. So I'm out on my always bet on me. I'm just only like me anyway. So, uh, So I'm out there. But I'm dumb for it, so I'm like an hour and a half from like DC proper, right? Maybe an hour. So, okay. This is what that meant, ladies and gentlemen, because I don't know what questions he's gonna have. So I'm gonna tell you this right now. When I found out where I was going, how I could get, how I could navigate my way to DC. And meet a way. First, let me. I'm going to explain to you how dumb I am, and then I'm going to tell you the struggle. This is how dumb I am. So, if you know anything about Northern Virginia, and most people don't, but I'm going to school you on it. Um, Maya, appreciate mm-hmm. this. So, shout out to Maya. There's a place called There's a place called Ashburn, and to get to Ashburn, you got to take like Ashburn Parkway or whatever the fuck. It's a place called Leesburg. It's where I was at. And to get to Leesburg, you got to go up Leesburg Pike. It's a place called Reston. And to get to Reston, you got to go down to Reston Parkway. So I'm driving. I don't know anything about this place. I'm driving around. And you know what I saw? I saw Georgetown Pike. So I thought, logically, well, clearly, if I go down this... I'm on my way to Georgetown. Right. Nothing could have been further from the truth. I have no idea where the, it was. I saw farm. It was, it was not, it was, it was not good. So I didn't know where I was going, but anyway, to make a long story way shorter, Mm -hmm. I figured out where DC, how to get, I figured out a way to get to DC, not the quickest way because I don't know anything. Right. I figured out a way. So I find I find me a little nightlife for myself, right? 
Okay. That's that's we're going there, but go ahead. And um, all right, well, well, I'll I, I got more. So, but this this is this was the struggle. So I find me some nightlife, meet up with a couple of people of mm-hmm. of the female persuasion. And it's like, hey, things are going things are going great. Shit, let's go back to your back. Hop in the whip. About 20, 30 minutes in, she looking around like, I'm being kidnapped. It's not my fault that I live an hour away. So you got to imagine, it is like the club let out, it's midnight, it's midnight. You with some dude you just met, you're in a car going way out of the city. It's dark, it's an hour later, you're like, yo. And I know this, so I get, but you can't, you can't try to reassure them because that makes you sound even like, yo, I'm not doing it. I yeah. promise I just live. So you can't say anything. You just gotta, you just gotta turn the, turn the Jay-Z up. <laughs> just be like, hey, we, we almost there. <laughs> you so you can't say anything. Oh. So then, so then here's the worst part. Here's the worst part, ladies oh. and gentlemen. So you get to the spot. Maybe you do whatever you do. You know, sit around, eat cookies, and watch uh, wholesome movies. I got to take them home. Oh, my God. So now I got to drive another hour and a half. This is pre-Uber, folks. So I got to drive an hour and a half back to the city. Then guess what? I got to get back home. So I'm driving another hour and a half back home. It was not a happy time. Anyway, that was that was a short story of the struggle. Please continue, sir. Wow. <laughs> and you know what's dope? As long as I've known him, I've never heard these stories. This this is this is perfect. Um Yeah, I, I that that would be challenging. And and again, folks, there was no Uber. There was no, no. There was no GPS. You had to map quested or whatever like that. I didn't realize you were that far out. So that's gonna make these questions even more interesting. Um, ever consider moving to another city? Um, not really. Once I got here, I like fell in love with the city. Now, much like you, e, when me and Fresh got here, I, we didn't know anybody. I, I had been to Atlanta. Obviously, but I you knew Atlanta, him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my dog. Um, <laughs> so we didn't know it. And I, like, like I said, we didn't know anybody. Um, and so I, 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 I'd been here for Freaknik, so I kind of knew my way around downtown. Which, and it's always interesting when I hear people say, "Oh man, you come to Atlanta, man, you got a bunch of one way." I mean, any city's got one way streets, right? But they made it sound like it was so easy to get lost in it. I like I've never gotten like lost lost because i because my my thing has always had a good sense of direction and i also know too that the way the streets are set up if you go down the street long enough it at some point you're going to run into an interstate and if i can find the interstate i can find my way back home um but no hey, I, I got a good story about I, that too okay let me hear it well first when i first got out of here when i was going to leave and i was contemplating going to another place it's the equivalent uh, uh, notice this. This is the equivalent of you mm-hmm. going to Atlanta to party, but your place wasn't in Marietta. It was in Columbus. <laughs> yeah, that's, that that's was kind of for Columbus. <laughs> you know, it was that was kind of that's kind of so. Anyway, so I eventually moved. Obviously, it was no, I was no, that wasn't gonna work. So I moved, mm-hmm. obviously, closer to the city. I moved, I mean, yeah. really close to where I'm at right now, um, Pentagon City. Okay. okay. So I live around the corner from the Pentagon. And I still don't know shit about the area. So when I'm mm-hmm. driving, I'm out in D.C., I find, you know, I'm map questing. And <laughs> I get to wherever I'm at. Most of the time, I don't know how to get home. But the thing was, everywhere in D.C. and Virginia, there are signs for one thing, and that's the fucking Pentagon. So once I got to the Pentagon, I'm good because I I can see the Pentagon from my house. I I can jog, I can sprint to the Pentagon. So I so my method was look for the signs, 
that took you to the Pentagon. Pentagon. And that's how I got home <laughs> for like two years. Wow, that is crazy. Shout out to the Pentagon. Um, as far as cities, I, there's, there's no really, like I said, I, I was pretty much stuck here. Uh, well, I'm not going to say stuck. I pretty much had, had, especially at that time, I was good. I, I wasn't thinking about, you know, leaving or going anywhere else. Um, I'd fallen in love with Atlanta, so there really wasn't anywhere else I wanted to go. Um, it wasn't until, like, I got into my 30s and 30s where I even contemplated leaving, and, and that's another story for another day because we're talking about our 20s right now. Um, the Okay, so I always say, like, <laughs> we have moments sometimes. We have moments that are good. We have moments that are bad. Did you ever have that? Was there ever a mama, I got to come home moment? And meaning like, I can't make it here. It's not going well for me. It's that it's that phone call at the kid that's at Grambling that's a Drew Haller baller. He ain't, it, college ain't cutting it. So he's ready to go back home. Mama, you got to come and get me. But this time you're 20. Now you're 25, 26. Was there ever a moment where it was, mama, I got to come home? My mom, I want to come. No, home. no. Okay. I didn't have that in college. I never had it. I never had it in life ever. No, I was always, I was good. No, I never had to worry about that one. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I knew, I figured out that answer because, and for those of you who, who did not hear it, please go back and listen to the college episode. This man's parents literally and figuratively dropped him off at Grambling and took off. <laughs> they didn't stick around for orientation. They didn't stick around no. to make sure. I mean, they made sure he got in the dorm. But after that, they 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 dropped him off oh, with yeah, dinner yeah. and then left. They peaced out. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they peaced the hell out. It was, uh, and I was just like, all right, well, Louisiana, my only my second time ever being in that state, and I right. <laughs> fucking did that. And so now it was the same thing. thing. That was the funny thing. Like you, I remember you saying that uh, your dad, other than the day that you moved into the dorm, he had never be, he he never came back to your room ever. No, he never. No, after he saw he saw he saw my dorm room. He saw the Drew Hall. He saw the Drew Hall of Ballers, and he looked at me and said, "You sure want to stay?" I had no choice. <laughs> and ever since then, when we would drive down to the joint, I would unload whatever and bring it up. He would not go in the hill like nah man I'm good. I ain't going in there man. It's he didn't want to see his he didn't want to see his son living like that. But um, <laughs> um yeah. after I graduated they funny. condemned it. They condemned Drew Hall. So. Wow. It was supposed yeah, to be condemned while we were living in it. Go back and when you get a chance go back and listen to that episode. Both episodes actually downright comedy. Um yeah. So okay, so but now. you're in your twenties. You're in D. You're in D.C. You're you're in mm-hmm. Pentagon City now. Mm-hmm. So as far as like, because you know the the rite of passage for every young man and young woman is the party life, the nightlife. You mentioned a little earlier. Mm-hmm. I um, thought you meant buying leather furniture because I did that. I ain't buying no leather furniture, dog. <laughs> oh, you weren't doing it right. You didn't do it up. You gotta have, I mean, I got leather furniture now, but you know the cheap leather furniture that you got, man. Nah, you had to do that. Too hot. It's too hot down south for that, man. I get hot quick. I, I can't be on leather furniture. Mm. <laughs> so, so what was what were some of the best party spots that you hit uh, when you were in, in you know in the in your twenties in DC? So, so think back, like. The, the the jumping spots that you went to was like was like your nah, state so, as far as spots so so it was, it was a couple of things going on in this in this in this situation here so you had mm-hmm. so even when I lived out in the fucking boondocks <laughs> <laughs> I would drive down to DC and there's a place called DC Live yep to been this there. day huh yes you been there I've been there yeah. Okay, so it was a place called Blank. DC Live. Had a, had, a, had, a, had a ball. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, hear me out. Mm-hmm. I went there almost every weekend for, I don't know, two, three years. 
I cannot tell you where it's at or where it mm. was. This is how my incredibly intelligent uh, self figured it out. Because when you get close, they had these um, strobe light, spotlight things outside, like how that, like on the Hollywood sign that goes back and forth, and they would shine so far up in the air. Mm-hmm. I would just drive and find those lights and go get closer to the lights. And by the time I got closer to the lights, then I recognized the block. Because it was like a bat so, signal, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, every Friday, Saturday, I just drive. I'm getting to D.C. I look up. Ah, oh, they go to lights. All right, I'm, all right, make a left. And everything in D.C. is fucking one way. So you got to hit the letters, hit the numbers, hit the letters, hit the numbers. So D.C. Live, the what made D.C. Live so dope, it was like four levels. Four mm. levels and a roof. And every mm. floor played a different kind of music. So the first floor, R&B. Second floor, hip-hop. Third floor, house. The top would be reggae. So you could just go and whatever vibe you was on, you would just hit it. Um, And so I go and put on my fucking... Uh, what was the 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 vertical stripe button up and the big jeans, <laughs> looking like the fucking change clothes and go video, like <laughs> go out there and 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 do it up, and so yeah. So DC Live was there across the street, directly from across the street was Platinum, and so mm. Platinum was dope because. It was, it looked like it was like an old bankers. I don't know what platinum was, but they had all these hidden rooms and 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 they had the different floors. But it was just a little bit different. Then on the other side of the block that DC Live was on was the Ritz, and the Ritz is where yep. um, Puff always did his bad boy parties. So we go over there because because Puff would you know he'd always be down at um fucking Howard, and so he he'd be there and then he'd do the um the parties over there. So we go over there and DJ Green Lantern used to do the um mixtapes. He'd be down there and so yep. so I'm down there kicking it like that. Then and um uh, what was that? It was oh, so it's a, it's a lot of things going on. Um, you had the Go Go's. So if you don't know mm, anything man, about DC, you had yes. the Go Go music and the Go Go clubs, yes. and there was it was so many, so many places. You had. Um, yeah, Zanzibar. Zanzibar was on the water. Zanzibar, yeah. You yeah. had um uh damn, I can't think of all of them off the top of my head, but you had the go-go. And so if you've never been to a go-go, it's like you can't exp- you can't explain it. You can't. You can't. You can't. It, it's <laughs> it's cra- it, it, it is it is and I've been to a go-go before. It is it is it is non-stop action like it's it, it, and it's so much energy in one space man is go man listen I, I almost fell in love with the go-go go ahead i mean i, I want to get, get you sidetracked <laughs> all right all right so all right so okay 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 <laughs> so so because it, it, it's a lot so you had so you had to go go so did you but the Go Go's were how the Go Go bands that it would be live music, and and, and you and you close up to everybody. You in there belly rubbing this? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh my 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 my! <laughs> Science. Yeah, yeah. What was the um other place? Um, Zanzibar. Trade wins. Yeah, trade wins. Oh, yeah, Zanzibar, okay. and um, it was a couple other places. So then, in two thousand one, mm-hmm. they went and did it. 
They went and did it, people. 2001, the NBA All-Star Weekend was in D.C. Man, listen. Uh, Crazy weekend. So, somehow, listen. I, I maybe it was I, maybe it was a make a wish. Maybe I found something on the street, <laughs> but somehow, lied, somehow, lied, lied. I, I think I think it was in some, uh, a box of crunch berries. But somehow, I ended up with tickets to the game, tickets to the dunk contest, and tickets to um, the rookie game. You know what everything that is? all right over there. Well. No. <laughs> I said I think it was in a box of oops all berries that I right, got okay. I got these yeah, we'll, I got we'll these tickets and so then thank you I appreciate that and so then DC Live and I told you DC Live had um, uh, platinum across the street so for All Star mm-hmm. Weekend they shut down that street and put tents and stuff up across the street so they had like a joint block party and oh my god it was so much uh <laughs> talent it was a very talented yes. talented occasion i remember i remember two things specifically that has nothing to do with the talent that i saw but it has something to do with the talent that i saw when i parked yeah. i parked behind um um uh uh, uh do for the celtics play for the celtics and uh Antonio, uh, fucking uh, Antonio, um, <sighs> or Antoine, Antoine Walker, Antoine Walker. Okay, I think that was Antoine it. Walker. Yeah, and yes, yeah. I saw. I remember I parked behind him. Hey, I don't know white t-shirt. I'm like, man, come on, man. That's the fuck. You know, I got all my change clothes and go. So I'm, just, I'm <laughs> trying to get on them. I don't know my fucking. Uh, remember that the. the, the, the <laughs> The, the shoes with the, the 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 square toe. I had on the square toes. Oh no, you ain't come with the hard hard bottoms. Oh Scooby my Doodles. god, they wouldn't they wouldn't let you in. They wouldn't let you in. But yeah, anyway, yeah, so yeah. so, and I remember <laughs> this is how much of an asshole I am because I I'm not like like famous people don't. I see him. I see him. So I remember I was walking. I was going to DC Live, and mm-hmm. Hakeem Olajuwon and Robert Parrish were standing by the door talking to each other. <laughs> and I'm going in, but they were already there. So I'm walking in. I look up because you have to. Yeah, because it's <laughs> seven it's one. All. So, so, but. <laughs> I, I was kidding you not, I did this. So I was walking, I was going in the, the DC Live. I looked up, I was like, what's up, Chief? <laughs> he was like, oh, oh, what's up? Just and he kept walking, went on by my way. <laughs> didn't, didn't say another word, just oh, went dear. in there. Um, Iverson was down there. Oh, it was it was an affair inside DC Live. Then you just walk outside. It felt good outside, too. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know why, because wasn't it like in February? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it felt good. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, because I don't even remember having a coat. I would, maybe it was the liquor, but I was out there. I had, a, I had a good time out there. And then since this is the, this is the um, uh, nightlife party section of this podcast, I, I have no idea what else we're talking about. So let me get, let me get this off. Further on down the line, they opened Dream. And yeah, Dream was like Dream. no other. Dream is in Dream is in rap songs. They're in Red Man and Chasey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy. Oh boy. When you yeah. when you want to say floors that had the different, that was Dream. Mm-hmm. And you would go in there, you would stand in this long ass line to get in, and you did not care. Yeah. It was not in the best part of town. <laughs> it was not in the best part of town. The parking was for, sh- yeah, the parking was for shit. I'm, I'm sure many people died out there, but oh, they did uh, one of those fucking 
videos down there. They did, one of the Jay Z videos was in Dream, I thought. Um, uh, one probably Change Clothes, maybe. I don't, I don't know, but it was a whole bunch of stuff that happened. Dream. Dream was everything. If you look up Dream, but then they turned it into Love, but Dream was crazy, and I didn't have to um, drive people two hours out of the city just to <laughs> have some cookies. So, so that, so that was good. Yeah. Um, but between that, the go go's. I was on a, I was on a go go. Um, forum message board because this was back when hey message uh I don't know if Kyle got questions about the message board but we, we, we go we're gonna come to that we're gonna come to that we're gonna come there because that was a part right. of the I'm, listen I'm, I'm I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you get get the rest of your stuff I don't want to mo- monopolize all this stuff but listen the go-go's <laughs> uh DC Live Platinum the Ritz um uh Zanzibar trade wins uh and it's a, it's a couple of other joints that we went to and had a blast. And then Dream was the one that I had. This is when fellas would come from Ohio to visit me just to go to Dream. Mm-hmm. They didn't even want to oh, see no me. I ain't seen them in years. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, no, no, that's what's Hey, but so about this Dream. And so we go to Dream. DeMarco, he'd come out, sleep on my couch. We'd go, we'd go to Dream. And, 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 and we kick it. There's a couple of stories that I cannot, without people's um, uh, authorization, <laughs> I cannot tell you on this thing. But it. if DeMarco's hit, nobody listens. If the, if the boy, it was. Oh my! Oh, then the time at Burger King. Also, also very important. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily count as nightlife, but. The, the 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 cultural festival and and all of Howard Homecomings. We'll go down to Howard Homecoming and just and just have because they had like the summer like reggae festival thing and and the people they, they don't wear it's, it's very skimpy. The McDonald's across the street <laughs> from the campus is it, it was a it was it was a great time. All right, all right, all right, all right. Go ahead, go back, go back to you. You tell me about. See, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I just said I wax poetic about my stuff, and then this guy's gonna be like, "Oh, so, so me and me and me and Fresh, we went and rented out the club, and and then we brought oh, in. We, like we didn't really, we didn't really what like is- the girl. We didn't really deal with like Spellman girls, so we we imported them in from, and so just just listen. We, 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 we didn't bring the tigers out like Big Meech. We didn't do that. Although I was in the club one night with Big Meech, and that was crazy. Um, because he bought the club, he bought the bar out, which is, I mean, and I and what's weird was I wasn't even drinking that night. And it was, it was, it was a thing. Um, and and yeah, and those BMF dudes like they really made their presence felt. And I had only been places where you've been around them where they made it be known. Uh, and the club was one thing. Um, uh, shout out to BMF. Uh, I I don't um. Let me see. Party spots. Party spots. Uh, I, I, and I mentioned this on episodes before, and it's worth repeating. Even after I got married, I had a nice little party run for a married guy. And, and Sharice is always cool because she knew I wasn't, I wasn't at the club trying to pick nobody up. Um, I was. <laughs> a couple of clubs um, we used to hit, uh, it would be Whiskey Peach on Friday nights. Whiskey Peach on Friday nights was crazy because Whiskey Peach was this little it was a house that they turned into a club and it was a small intimate spot and I kid you not Nick Anderson from the Orlando Magic used to be there every single he never missed a Friday and I mean to the point where I thought he was like being paid to DJ or something because he was always there I was like damn and Nick was he was actually finishing his basketball career. I, I don't know why he was at at, uh, at the spot every 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 Friday, but he was there. Uh, so we would do Whiskey Peach on Friday nights, and then Saturday nights it would be Club Dragonfly. And so I mentioned earlier, like me and Fresh, we didn't we really didn't know anybody when we came to Atlanta. Uh, we ended up running into I don't know how Fresh ran into Travis. Travis's kid 
that really that grew up. We went, we all went to school together in in elementary school, but he's from Florence and he lived up the street from me. And so this is my homeboy. So me and Fresh's homeboy, we know know Travis since we was little. And so Travis introduced us to a cat named Will. Will introduced us and it ended up introducing us to some, some women. And that's how, you know, that's how the network kind of spread. But like when we first got there, it was just me and Fresh. I mean, like me and Fresh would go because we were single and we didn't have any, well, Fresh still don't have it. Fresh is like you. He doesn't, not married, didn't have any kids. Um, we didn't have any responsibility. So it was just, we had a little bit of money and we had a bunch of free time. So we literally, <laughs> we literally would go out every single night in Atlanta. We would go out Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. We might take a rest on Monday. But I mean, like, if he would come to the crib and he'd be like, hey, man, there's a party at such and such. All right, let's go. Like, it was it was never, nah, man, I I'm tired. I don't feel like going. Like, I remember partying so much to the point where, like, I literally would come in the crib 3 o'clock in the morning, shower, go to bed, get up at 7, and be at work at 8. And it was just a routine. And it was just, it was fun, man. It, it was I, there's no way I would party like that now, obviously, because I just I'm old and washed. But um, yeah. yeah, you know, you know, my favorite part about about that time and what's that? So when you when you're young, when you're young and you in your twenties, even teenager in your twenties and stuff like that, mm-hmm. when you go party and you go to clubs and stuff. The one thing you don't want to do, and you didn't have to worry about this because you wasn't trying to pick up anybody, but for us um, normal normal people, <laughs> you didn't want to get shot down. No, you, all you Never. wanted you wanted to get as many numbers as you could. This one you had to go. You had to go. I'd be like, Yo, let me get your number and write it down. Mm-hmm. You know, phones was a little too. You know, you, you might have had your little flip phone, but you're not flipping it out and trying to make a contact right then. And check, no, we're not doing it. Hey, just write your number down. Let me go to the bank real quick. Yeah, let me get an ink pen. I'm not giving you my ink pen. I'm going to give it back. You're not giving it back. So you had to come with your ink pen. <laughs> you had to get a napkin. Like, yo, let me get a napkin. Sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to straight go to the hand. Then you can't wash your hands. It's, it was a lot of things nope. going on. But. You didn't want to get shot down. You'd be the object of ridicule. Everyone's going to laugh at you. Like, yo, I'm going to go talk to a girl. Mm-hmm. All right, you, you go, go talk to her. And then she like, nah, get out of here. You ugly. He's like, oh, for fuck. And now everybody, now your boy's laughing at you and everything. <laughs> you know, I remember when I was in Dream. All right, this, I'm, I'm getting back to the point in a second. I just remember when I was in Dream. It was me and DeMarco. We was chilling. He came in town. And I think he wanted to go to Dream. He didn't want to see me. So we chilling by the, um, it was right off one of the dance floors. This is back when places had dance floors, everybody. And um, okay. I get a, okay. I get a AL. Hey, um, will you hold my jacket for me? And I'm like, uh, it wasn't DeMarco. <laughs> And I was like, uh, I look fucking Mr. Cheeks from fucking Lost Boys. So he was about wow. to go talk to some girl. He was about to talk to some girl. I was like, yo, I was like, so I, I was like, bad, I guess. I mean, I should have went in his pockets. But, um, um, but yeah, it was, it was, that was so dope. You were just running the fucking artists and celebrities just like it was nothing back then anyway the thing was you didn't want to get shot down and my favorite thing about this time was i know no one i have no friends out there i don't care if you shot me down No one saw it that I know. I don't have to worry about it the next day. I don't have to worry about it right now. Hey, you want to dance? No, bet. Let me go over here. I I didn't even come here with nobody. So no one on the drive back home, no one's going to be like, hey, yo, remember when old girl? Nope. No one remembers. I don't remember. No one saw it. So that was... 
That was a wonderful time. Also, also, I found my um, post of my spots real quick. DC Live Platinum the Ritz. Republic okay. Gardens. Republic Gardens on U Street. Mm-hmm. Bohemian Caverns. Bohemian Caverns is one of my first brunch spots because it turned into the Tapper Parlor. That place. Trey Wins Zanzibar. VIP. The VIP Club. The 930 Club is where they had all the live music at. Um, <laughs> listen, it, it was a time. All right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Look, listen to this guy. I was a part of the 930 Club. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it was um we 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 had so much fun. And we we learned a lot. And kind of like you, man, I, I enjoyed really being in a city where I wasn't because I, I had already been somewhere in Orangeburg and in Florence, where in Florence everybody knows everybody because it's not a big place. Um and then you're on a South Carolina State's campus, 6,000, maybe 6,500 students um, at the time. We were not that big now, but at the time, 6,500 students. And you've been there five and a half years, so everybody knows you. You, you can't go anywhere where you don't know anybody. And and then you move to the city of four or five million people, and you don't know nobody. And the likelihood of you walking through Lenox Mall and bumping into somebody was slim to none so i enjoyed that level of um you know being solo i enjoyed that level of anonymity um you know and i mentioned on other podcasts before like when i first moved to atlanta sharice and i had broken up so we broke up for like a year and a half and so we had a time apart Damn, why didn't and, i get you know, down I, there around that time man so we we had we had our we went our separate ways we stayed in contact but we but long story short I mean like I got a chance to experience Atlanta as a single young man um so and much and you made me laugh because you're right I had the same kind of friends friends who just wanted to come to Atlanta they they didn't want to yeah I ain't seen you in a year but no you want to come and go to the clubs you don't want to come hang out with me so it was never hey let's come down to Atlanta to see KD and hang out. Nah, it was like let's let's go to this spot. Let's go there, and you know. So we ended up doing that stuff. But um, I want to say probably like my favorite. I mentioned uh, it was Whiskey Peach on Friday nights. Saturday nights it was Dragonfly. Dragonfly was this little small club, but it was it would be a sweat box in there. Like I mean, it it really reminded me of college. And you know, back in the day, and I told a story on other episodes. Um, you know, young brother still fit, you know, still kind of cut up, still got the six pack. Hey man, you start sweating, you take your shirt off. So imagine being in the club, you know, 24, 25 years old with, with, with an eight pack and you still cut up and stuff and you got your shirt off. And I mean, like chicks is next, next naturally going to come next to you and dance with you. And so I, unfortunately, yeah, I, I didn't ask a lot of women to dance. They just kind of dance with me. So, <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, it's funny because you mentioned some, you mentioned some heavy hitters, uh, Zanzibar, Republic Gardens. I heard about all of these spots. And what's interesting is that all-star game in DC, one of my best friends, my boy Zell, Zell went to that all-star game and he had a dope time, but the time got ruined because they parked, I think their car somewhere where it shouldn't have been parked and somebody broke into the joint. And you're right. Dudes had coats and they left their coats in the car because it wasn't cold. And all the coats. See, ladies and gentlemen, I was there. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm not doubting it. Yeah, I mean, it just it it just goes along with the story. So, um, and then probably the next club, um, that I can think of was um Club Visions, and <laughs> same e. We got the same story. 2003 club visions opens in 2003 february 2003 um the same weekend of all-star weekend and the all-star game happened to be in atlanta that weekend and it was crazy i mean like it was like 150 just to get in club vision i mean and the line was around the block everybody was trying to get into this club and it was 
couple of levels, but I mean, like this place was huge, and it it became the premier club in Atlanta. Like everybody, every Saturday, you were going to Visions. So after, and now I'll be honest, All Star Weekend, I wasn't messing with Visions because <laughs> I wasn't about to pay one fifty to get in on club, but uh, it was still a lot of fun, man. So Visions was our spot on Saturday nights. Um, had a lot of fun in there, man. Had a funny story. Um, I'll probably tell it another. Well, I know I've told it on the podcast before, but yeah, those that the the Atlanta nightlife was just it, it was incredible. It was it was what they call Black Hollywood, and you know when you came to Atlanta, you can't and and I can't forget Buckhead. Um, Atlanta in the '90s and early 2000s were for, were famous for a lot of things. Uh, Buckhead and Freaknik were probably at the top of the list, and and that was and they were above the olympics which which came in 96 um and i got here the year after the olympics in 97 so uh buckhead was a place uh that's no longer in existence but it was the party district of atlanta uh it it, it wasn't necessarily it was run by you know white people but the black people took over and it was all good until it wasn't and then you know had a couple murders and the ray lewis murder case murder happened over there and the rest is history but and buckhead went down um let me see what else what other question i have for you um what was your best job in dc what, what, since you in your 20s what would you say was your best job that you had uh you know uh, in your 20s in dc um um um, I don't know. Um, if if you had one, so street team. I was a uh, bad boy street team. <laughs> well, I ain't do shit. I don't do shit. Um, let's 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 go with um. Let's let's go with uh. Let's go with working at um, um a burger joint. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's go with that. You say bad boy street team. Um, my best job. I think my best job probably was the one that paid me the least. Was um, exotic dancer. Channel Sports in London Small. Uh-huh. <laughs> nah, nah. Channel Sports in London Small, man. I, that was the job that got me here. Um, I never forget, man. My my uh, when I got my offer letter, twenty two five. And right now, I make twenty eight thousand dollars a year, so I'm I'm coming up. I'm coming up. Um, mm, mm, so yeah, mm, that that was that was probably my best job, man. It, it was it was fun um, because at that time Atlanta was Atlanta was just hot, and so like when you came to Atlanta, you you came to Linux, and so I remember I, I was still haven't been. They told me I don't want to go anymore. You have what? Really? Never been to Linux? Have, no. Every time I come out there. Or if I'm around, they're like, we don't go there. And I was oh, like, no, oh, no, okay. No, no. See? No, so no. I've never been. No, if you... No, I, I, mi- I, I, mi- I missed the, um, yeah. the good old days. Yeah, you... you. The time to go to Linux would have been back then. Uh, now, I, I mean, man, bro, I ain't been in Linux... It's been about five or six years. And the last time I went in Linux, I only went in like Macy's. So I, I haven't walked the mall. Um, mm. one, of my, one of my funniest memories of Linux was, um, and that was the thing like me and, me and Fresh used to do all the time. Like we were younger. So the mall was the place to hang out because the mall was a place where you could pick up women, whatever, whatever. And I mean, he I was with him. So he was picking up women. But anyway, long story short. So Fresh... After a couple of years in Atlanta, he goes to college in um, Florida. He goes to Full Sail, and then he moves to L.A. He's been out in L.A. since then. And so one year, <laughs> one year, Fresh comes to Atlanta, and he's like, yo, man, man we need to go to Lennox, man. Just walk the mall like we used to, man. I want to see what, what Lennox looked like. I was like, you know, it's still the mall. It just looked like Lennox. He said, nah, man, I need it for us in the stat night. Keep in mind, as he's coming back as a visitor now, uh, he hadn't been in Atlanta probably about, about four or five years. And so his thing was he wanted to go to strip club and he wanted to go to Linux. So I was like, all right, we can do that. Eat. So I take him to Linux. So we get to Linux. 
and we're walking. And so naturally, he's single. I'm not. Well, I'm married at the time. We're looking for women. Because here's the thing. Lennox was known as the place to find. We used to call Lennox the cash register because it was nothing but dimes and quarters in it. Number dimes and quarters. I, I mean, any given Saturday, it don't matter what time you fell off up in Lennox. Getting a phone number, getting a pager number, getting anything was definitely possible. So we get there, and we're walking. We walk past food court, we don't see no women. We walk past some of the department stores, we don't see any women. We see a bunch of dudes. And then so we get on the escalator, and we're coming down to the from the second floor to the first floor. And as, as you're looking down, all we see is just men. And then it hit me. <laughs> it was Black Gay Pride Weekend. Oh, it hit you? <laughs> it hit me because I was like, where are the women at? It hit me that we were at Black, I mean, it was Black Gay Pride Weekend that particular weekend because it was Labor Day weekend. And... We left Lennox. Because <laughs> we just didn't, it did, it, the optics of it just didn't look good. It didn't, it just wasn't it. I'll just put it like that. Um, but yeah, it, it was, um, that was a funny time. Uh, so that was probably my best job. Okay. You've reached the conclusion of part one in our 20s. But don't worry, on the next episode, we'll give you part two, where Eclectic and I will share even more stories about being in Atlanta and in D.C. We're going to talk about everything from some of our favorite restaurants and places to eat, places that we hung out, the club scene, and of course, the birth of online communities where we met. And then, of course, the birth of Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> so you don't want to miss it. So be sure to check out part two. Again, I'm your boy, 12 Kyle, and we'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.